Right, hello everyone and welcome back to James and Lewis's Screenside Chat uh, yep. with me, Lewis. And me, James. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a little bit of a, a time since the last one. Well, it's had, been, yeah. Yeah, we've had Christmas and New Year in between, so that was mm. difficult. Not, busy, but, busy, busy. Yeah, so hopefully it's going to get it, try and get it back on track now. Now we're back in kind of routines with stuff, get it back on track, it's like a, a weekly thing. Mm. Um, but we do at least have something to talk about. I think we're going to be talking about uh, at least predominantly, as we all know, we don't know how long we're actually going to spend talking about this, but we're... We be... normally go for like an hour, don't we? Yeah, normally go for about an hour and spend about half of that just talking about random shit, so... But mm. um, in theory, we'll be talking about the uh, the last Doctor Who episode and the last episode of um, Peter Capaldi's run, Twice Upon a Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aired on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, I've seen it about four times now, I think. I've seen it about one and a half. <laughs> I, ah, right. I saw it once on Christmas, and then I sort of went through uh, to give it a refresher and watched most of it, not all of it. I watched it once Christmas Day. I watched it Boxing Day. Hmm. I watched it the day after with my mum. Hmm. Um, and then I watched it once I got back to my uh, house at uh, uni. Uh, so, uh, what? Let's just go first, sort of general. For general. Yeah. For what, what kind did you think of it was? I I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, there are things which I didn't like as much. There are things yeah. I know people didn't like, and I can see agents and why. Mm. Um, there are things I wish they'd done a bit differently. Yeah, definitely. But I um, yeah, I'm saying with you, I I think I enjoyed it more watching it through the second time, even though I didn't yeah. finish it because of just time but uh i i did i think definitely first time i was a bit sort of unsure for second time i felt i think i got it a little bit more but yeah i definitely agree there are some certain things i think could be changed yeah. but then i mean as this is also because not only is it the end of peter crowley this is a huge like final episode for basically everyone there's no one from this episode coming back this is no Stephen uh, moffat's not coming back mark gates is apparently is he is he done as well uh i would i'd I think at least in term, I think as probably done as heavily as he was because he, him and Moffat, are sort of such yeah. partners in this, and I think so. I reckon. Apparently, I've not heard it confirmed anywhere, but apparently that was Murray Gold's last one. Yes, yeah, I've heard that so, as well. So yeah, I've heard that as well. But I've is... not seen anywhere that's. Yeah, I know it's one of those things. It. Yeah, I've heard it from like di- different Doctor Who like podcasts and like commentators and stuff like that. I've heard it, but I don't think yeah, I've not heard. <laughs> I've not heard it from anywhere, but yeah, but I know which would be amazing because that would she um, she uh, she's been on since um, number one, is it? or is it a man? Murray Gold. Murray, Murray Gold is a man. <laughs> okay, I and said right it. Murray, Murray, Murray Jonathan Gold. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I went in with that, and I sort of yeah, I was unsure when I said she, and but I, I mean, thought, hey, oh, I'll double down. It's, it's in fitting with the theme of the episode, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, uh, yeah, it's all fluid now. Because um, yeah. the fact that so many of his old bits mm. of soundtrack came back as well, like he had yeah. uh, the Eleventh Doctor's theme popped up. Yeah, Rose theme. Yeah, the Ninth, Ninth and Tenth themes. Yeah, and but um, and I think that'd be just because obviously, uh, I don't know if we ever have we ever had a new Doctor's theme when they regenerate. I don't know. I don't think that's. I think uh, it usually no. waits till they see. Yeah. Normally it waits until their first episode. Right, which makes sense, yeah. I know, because obviously, I mean, there was never going to be... Murray Gold was never going to make a, a 13th Doctor. No. Um, when anyway, if the, uh, he's not coming back. But 
No, that'll be in the first. Yeah, first one of series eleven. Hmm. Yeah. Do we know uh, when that's coming? Is that sometime? It's autumn uh, this year. Yeah, autumn. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Or fall if you're in a US. Fall. In the fall. fall. Leaf le- fall off tree. <laughs> le- so we, fall. we call it fall. We call it fall. <laughs> we don't. We don't name <laughs> any of our other. Yeah. After that, that snow. Some summer. We got we got snow. We got hot. Hot <laughs> before that, hot. We we got we got plant. Plant. Got rise. <laughs> I yeah. love rise. Rise. Rise, rise, and, rise and fall. My favorite. Rise, seasons. hot, fall, and snow. Except in. <laughs> Except in California, where we just have hot. That's just hot. We have in hot and rain. Hot and rain. Uh, anyway. <laughs> now we've offended yeah. uh, the other side of the pond. Yeah, we do actually have... Well, I don't know if we have a regular American listeners. Time will tell of that, but we definitely have had yeah. American listeners. So. Yeah. I this. Mm. Um, I, like, I, I did enjoy David Bradley... Yeah, I do love it. Well, um, um, I had to, I had some. I feel like I get where they were going with his kind of sexist remarks. Yeah, his sexist style. Yeah. Uh, well, you just yeah, all that sort that's... of generally kind of, sort of that kind of thing. I get where they were going with that. It's more a meta thing yeah. than a kind of true to the character thing, which annoyed me more the first time. The second time, yeah, not as much. It's one of those things. It sort of irks me a little bit because he's not actually from the 1960s. The yeah. character. And honestly, even in like other than kind of the general stuff of the time kind of any character from that era is he wasn't particularly mm. no. sexist or racist really i don't like i'm not i'm not i've not seen all of his stuff but from i've seen a decent amount of it and from what i have seen is a nothing no it never really comes up no nothing i mean ian is more than <laughs> yeah ian <laughs> 1960s yeah. bloke or um uh, the guy who was in this episode is like oh the captain uh, yeah, uh, that I can understand. No, um, no, uh, he's the first Doctor's companion that's in this episode oh, with Polly. Ben, yeah, Ben could be a bit as well, but this, yeah, yeah, he, him generally, I don't know. Mark Gates' character definitely, yeah, I mean, but, from the forties, yeah. oh, not well, even forties, uh, yeah, nineteen tens, um, yeah, nineteen tens, yeah. Which I'm really, I'm slightly annoyed because they took my, I mean, it's an obvious joke, but they took the joke that I definitely would have put in a Doctor Who episode if I'd written it, which well, is having have a character from uh, the First World War. And have them surprised at yes. the revelation that they of someone calling it the first, either the first world war. I was going to say like, yeah, the first world war. Someone would say like it's the first world war, and him being surprised at that revelation is. Yeah. I know it's an obvious joke, so I guess I can't, and be too angry that they mm. did it. But still, that's definitely that would be um, one thing I would have definitely done if I'd written a Doctor Who. I did like. Um, I watched a. I think it was by the Five Who fans. Mm. Um, their video on this episode, they were sort of. Um, critical of it mm. as i say you pretty much are yeah. basically everything else, yeah from what i've seen um but um they mentioned quite a good point which was it was it was a good a good thing a good decision moffitt made which was to not have the doctor be the cause of the um christmas armistice mm. like yes. if he doesn't he doesn't start that no like, he doesn't go out there and go like no stop fighting it's yeah. Christmas. It's a time to be kind and all that. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really good. <laughs> that's the best it's ever been. Yeah, I'm, I am the doctor, and Christmas wow. is a time of kindness. So you're going to put your guns down and all that. He didn't. He doesn't do that. Uh, it just happens anyway. Yeah. Like he's sort of like, well, I 
well, uh, I, uh, <laughs> why? I'm just using it as much as I can. I know, now. yeah, no, I broadened the time scale by a few hours, and, uh, and now, now, now this is happening, and he's saved. So he just sort of does that. He doesn't actually cause yeah. it. It just happens with yeah. or without him, oh, anyway. Yeah. And as someone who is kind of a, a person particularly interested in um, the First World War as kind of a period, I, I will say, I like it as well because the Christmas Armistice. I mean, I appreciate that it is such a popular image because it should be because it's an amazing story. But it is definitely something that can sometimes be over-emphasized. Yeah. Sort like of that thing. Sainsbury's advert a few years yeah, ago. It was definitely it was something that kind of a sort of a thing that happened in some places and kind yeah. of was definitely amazing. And I don't want to uh, yeah. down. It was nice them yeah. to not focus on the football match as well because yes. always what they focus on is them playing football. Yeah, which again, in like at most a couple of like kickabouts started and there was no like organised. There's no like reps yeah. and stuff. No, yeah, it's just a game everyone knew. So it's like well, we'll just sort of do it. Yeah. Have a kick. It's like when at school when you play football. And basically, no one cares about the rules. It's basically just you kicking, yeah. kicking a ball to either end at some. And yeah, every exactly. time, I always loved was like when like lunch was nearly over, they'd always say, "Okay, last goal winner." It was like, "Well, what was the yeah. point of us playing this entire game if just the last person who scores the goal is going to be the winner?" Yeah, last goal wins. So yeah, <laughs> not those words for a while. Yeah, last uh, goal wins. Like, well, what was the point? <laughs> Why did we do this? <laughs> Why did I exercise for <laughs> if I none of it mattered? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was quite a, just quite a powerful scene, really. I yeah. thought. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about the whole kind of uh, timeline thing of. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure that, how like, that works out, but hey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've always played fast and loose with whether or not you can or can't change history. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, like like in Terminator, the Yahtzee's, um talking about it, the Terminator in one of his reviews was like, "Is it this rule where you can change it, but sometimes you can't change it, and the timeline's kind of easy going about it, really?" Yeah. Like, um, it it led into what I think is the better of the two speeches mm. that Capaldi gives when he's on the battle the um mm. on the battlefield. Yeah, because um the speech he gives in the TARDIS like sort of to himself yeah. almost. Um, I I don't I don't think it it, it wasn't the best of his speeches. I yeah. thought. I get. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, there have been better speeches, but I think it's over. It's often overlooked because Capaldi just makes it work because of his performance. Yeah, he plays uh, it so well. I think as well as a speech, like because Capaldi gives speeches, but he definitely he's let. I think less remembered for speeches because Matt Smith, Matt Smith's yeah. Doctor, when he was making a speech, you knew he was making a damn speech because he was. <laughs> He yeah. was stood up on Stonehenge with microphones. Yeah. Where, yeah, Peter Capaldi tends just to make them in a room, which, like, obviously you know it's a speech, but you tend not to rem- remember yeah. it as much. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, I, yeah, I like, I like it. I think it definitely was. Again, I think this whole episode, probably because it's Stephen Moffat's last, is kind of all around quite a meta episode. Yeah. I think it works a lot better if you kind of, if like, because I'm, I would like to consider myself a writer, a writer who has admittedly never got any money for writing, but still. Uh, mm. And I think like that, I tend to be able to. Uh, one of probably my greatest and worst aspects when it comes to watching anything is I can I tend to be very forgiving and uh, interested in stuff from a sort of a writer's perspective. So I'll tend yeah. to, I'll tend to let plot holes go a lot because I'm like, well, you know, I understand you need to like come up with a reason for stuff to happen. So I'm like, I'm yeah, fine with that. But then also, yeah, I tend to be able to 
enjoy things on that kind of level of the I get I I enjoy this on a level of this is the last Stephen Moffat Doctor Who episode and Capaldi's speech is as much to uh, Chris Chibnall as it and well I suppose it's kind of to Jodie Whittaker even though obviously Jodie Whittaker doesn't get to decide yeah um, much on how she gets portrayed uh, but no and Panic Capaldi did have quite a bit of input into this episode like mm. to like his regeneration scene yeah. to make sure he like he got the one that was right yeah well I think that's right uh, well, especially for Capaldi who is such a Doctor Who fan he's probably yeah uh, like I, I understand that he would want to He'd want to be able to... He's probably... I reckon Capaldi is the kind of guy that for years has been coming up with what his regeneration speech would be. Yes. If he was ever to be the Doctor, so I think it's only fair that he gets to have some input on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I did also really like... I'm always a a sucker for these scenes. Um, Scenes that show past Doctors, like, Mm. in a big sort of montage. It's always nice. I think... I think the reason we like continuity as nerds is because we spend so much time investing in stuff. It's nice to feel like that was worth it. Yes. Because <laughs> it could yeah, be, especially exactly. with Doctor Who, it could be so easy for for them to never mention this stuff again, and for us mm. to be like, well, why did I, other than my own personal enjoyment, which you know, frankly, who cares about personal enjoyment? Why did I spend all this time watching like hours mm. of this television show if it's not going to matter anymore? <laughs> um, so yes, that's it. I I was like, and I liked. I mean, I'm just super stoked. It really is ridiculous and amazing that we got a chance to have a first Doctor appear in a story, even though obviously yeah. it's not the real, like the original first Doctor. But I mean, this is only the this is the third time that's happened, so who cares? So. Yeah. Well, second it's time. Great. Second time this has happened, obviously. Second time with a different actor. Yeah. Third actor to play the first Doctor. Second time for it to yeah. not be the original. He's also now playing him in Big Finish as well. Oh yeah, which is um, something I like. I, I think I I kind of. I think I already, I don't think I've ever mentioned it to anyone, but I thought that was that would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, First Doctor Adventures, it's called. It's coming out this year. Um, it's oh, David Bradley, and then in um, Ian, Barbara, and Susan, it's the cast from Adventure in Space and Time. Right. That oh, are playing right. them. Oh wow. Which That's is cool. Pretty cool actually. I got watching uh, Adventure in Space and Time again. It's been like about a year since I watched it. Mm. So that was yeah. such a good thing. There's a lot of big finish stuff that I really want to listen to, but money and stuff like that. Um, yeah. All the John Hurt, uh, War Doctor stuff. Just, yeah, I know, especially uh, now. That's even said. and the um, the War Master Derek Jacobi ones as well. Ooh. Um, have you heard about those? No, I've not heard about those. It's no. more one because they've done a lot of them set during the Time War now. Yeah. Uh, Paul Paul McGann's just done a, an eighth Doctor Time War right. box set, but um, Derek Jacobi, I think he's doing his second one now, his second wow. set of um yeah, Time War stories as the master because that was is very yeah because that's weird i mean derek jacoby seems like the kind of guy i mean i love derek jacoby but because i was watching them um, uh i don't know if you saw it for christmas and uh, christmas carol goes wrong but he's a, a oh, i didn't, that. didn't watch it yeah uh, well, i love those kind of things yeah but i just love because that him and diana rick both are in that and these it feels mm. like the kind of thing they're both people who just seem game to basically do whatever because when you think about it his role in his original appearance I mean, mm. that's kind of the point. I suppose the point of it was that he was meant to be kind of a, a red herring because yeah. you were meant to think he w- would be like someone... I mean, obviously he was someone important, but that you were meant to think that he would be someone important that wasn't the person important that he yeah. was. I think I follow. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Sort of like a red herring, you think that's going to be like the the version of the Master that's going to be... Yeah. Well, the fact, yeah, I suppose the fact that he's only in that one episode and doesn't really do anything until he becomes John Sim, I suppose that's the kind of yeah. thing that you. It's kind of like, 
I, I remember because um, recently um, I listened to a podcast called The Doctor's Companion, which I think I mentioned. Mm. This. I don't know if I mentioned this on. I think you might have mentioned it. This. Sounds familiar. Yeah, they, I've mentioned it to you. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the podcast, but they did. Um, they're doing a thing where they're going through um, Doctor Who, like one Doctor, like mm. one episode of like they go like an episode of the first Doctor, then an episode of the second Doctor, and so. Yes, on. you said you were doing this. Um, well, you were watching through them, didn't you? Yeah, and uh, they just they've just done uh, recently did um, school reunion. They were talking about uh, how um, Anthony uh, Stewart Head. Who's uh, he? Because he plays like the villain in that, and everyone yeah. apparently thought he was going to be the master uh, during that time. Yeah, and that was like m- most people apparently afterwards just hated that episode because they were just so upset, disappointed that, yeah, that he wasn't the master. Yeah, that he was not the master. <laughs> which yeah, just seemed. Uh, which is I, I do enjoy John Sim as the master. Yeah. I was glad that he came back. I yeah. wish they hadn't have. Um... Yes. Hadn't have leaked it in the press and also not put him in the trailer after episode one of series ten. Yeah, well, you know me. Or... I mentioned this before that I would I would happily go into basically. I know this is impractical from any kind of marketing standpoint, yeah. but I would go into basically everything I ever watched knowing nothing, and I would be happier doing that. But yeah, I do understand that that's impossible. When it were, when we were, we were here watching me and some of our friends when World Enough and Time mm. aired, and um, the whole stuff with um. Uh, Bill and Mr. Razor, yeah. that character, and we were like, he looks, we were like, he looks really familiar. And one was like, oh, he's in, he looks, like, he's the guy from um, Horrible Histories, isn't he? <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, it must be. Well, like watching this, like, yeah, he does look, he looks like really familiar with all the prosthetics and stuff. And then it got to the re- as soon as he stepped out and started talking to Missy, everyone were like, oh, oh, hang on, oh n- no. And then he pulled like the thing off. And it was a it was such a great moment uh, of like realization for the from an audience standpoint. Yeah. It would have been even better if we didn't know he yeah. was coming back. Yeah, I wish I had that because I I immediately kind of, I don't think I'm not immediately, but I kind of quickly figured out that it was probably John Sim. Or, uh, I, I I didn't have that. I yeah. I mean I think partly because I don't think I recognize. I think I kind of I didn't recognize it as John Sim, but I kind of mm. assumed it. I think because I. Just because uh, it was in my head, so I knew John Sim was going to appear in this episode. Yeah. And then I saw this guy, and I was like, he's probably John Sim, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Sort of throw, throw back to the old um, mm. Roger Delgado disguises. Yeah, disguises, yeah, constantly, yeah. Like... <laughs> but no, uh, Colonel Masters. <laughs> I've only seen a couple yeah. of those. I saw Castrovolver, I've seen. That's uh, Anthony Ainley. Yeah, but he's doing that thing, that's so, what I mean. He just disguises as well, yeah. yeah. And um, time, I don't think I've seen. I've seen Robert Delgado a couple of them, yeah, because I've seen. Um, uh, I've seen three all, of his. I've seen all from Pertwee's second yeah, season. I think I've is seen Delgado. So I've seen Autons, um, Axos, and Mind. I don't know mm. if they're that in that order, but those are the three I've seen with him in it. Um, Terror of the Autons, yeah. Mind of Evil, Claws of Axos. I've actually got a yeah. thing up a list here of all the Doctor Who episodes. Right. So open. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That whole first, was it the first? No, no, second, second, second season. season. Yeah. Um, God, first season, so good. Se- might... season, season eight was yeah. um, the first time the master was in it, and it was also he was in every single. Yeah, he was the villain of every single episode. No, I love that. I love it. especially in um, Claws of Axos because he just appears mm. way through, and you're like, oh god, <laughs> he just got captured by Axos. Yeah. No, no. I do like the the, the Damons. 
as well. Mm. Not so, yeah, I've not gotten to that one yet. I will get to it. Um, I've not seen Colony in Space. Um, years ago, like, we're talking about... Ooh, how many years ago now? Probably about seven years ago now. My dad started watching through... Because he has, like, all of the DVDs. Like, yeah. all every episode that's been released on DVD so far, he's got it. Um, and he started with Hartnell watching through all of them. Right. And I was watching them with him when he got to about Pertwee. I started watching them with him as well. So I've seen a lot of these Pertwee ones in order. You see, I tried... Um, yeah, I tried so hard to do that, but I could never... I I got, I think, to the same place both times. I think I tried twice and both times got to um, Dalek Invasion of Earth and then kind of just sort of stopped yeah. after that. Because um, uh, I love... I, I think he skipped out Troughton because of just how many were missing. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, it's a real shame because I love Troughton. You love Troughton, yeah, but it's really difficult. I think particularly if you're watching on DVDs, I suppose that's in real difficult because I... Watching on the internet, you get a lot of those kind of recreation yeah. ones, which is a lot easier but yeah definitely a dvd is a lot uh... oh god day of the daleks what a train wreck that was <laughs> jesus god is that the one oh, that's one where the good um, daleks but... is that the good daleks no, that's, no that... that's power of the daleks, power of da- day yeah. of the daleks is pertwee um right okay nine. i've not seen that one um, it's the one where they were producing it so that the ogrons were the they were the villains of the episode right and then they got like part way through production and they're like no, no, no. Let's put the Daleks in it as well. Okay. They're like, what? Hang on. And they just had to like tack the Daleks into this plot. So now the now the Ogrons were serving the Daleks. Right. They also left it so late they couldn't get the actual Dalek voice actors to come back okay. for it. So they had to get different Dalek voice actors, which are not very good. Right. And it's okay. it's just very. I look forward to that one. Very then. rushed. <laughs> I look forward to that. Um. Yeah. No. I say. Uh... No, so William, I do love William Hartnell, but it's just, it's, I feel I can only really do it the way I'm doing it now, which is going like, like skipping through the doctors, because it's, it's just such a different pacing, and as we know, I'm an adrenaline junkie, like, fucknut that can't sit for like 20 seconds straight uh, without an explosion, so I need yeah. to, <laughs> I can't just watch straight through the 60 stuff. Um was I do is yeah, but no, I do love it, and that's but I gotta say, I I think William Hartnell might be, honestly, he's not my f- favorite, but definitely one up there in like the top few. I think I love William Hartnell as mm. the Doctor, so I'm always happy to see him. David Bradley, especially I love David Bradley just separately, so it's good to see both things combined and appearing yeah. often. I enjoy that. Well, I'm I'm still continuing my um classic DVD collection at the moment. I now have 23 right DVDs, but I, I just bought yesterday. Um, I now have all of the final season of Classic Who with uh, McCoy. Right. Oh, right. So me and some of my friends who have never watched Classic Who before until like this point, uh, <laughs> we watched um, Battlefield, Ghostlight, and Curse of Fenric yeah. yesterday. It's going to be really good. I have not seen any of those yet. Uh, they are the very good. McCoy watching, one I watched. Was... Watching Survival tonight. Right. One, literally, once I finish, they're waiting for me to like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, they're doing they're doing other stuff, but like once okay. we finish this, I'm pretty much going straight through there to watch Survival. Right. Um, <laughs> they're good. a very good Curse of Fenric is a very good yeah. episode. No, I've seen. Um, what was the last McCoy when I watched? I'm trying to remember what it would have been now. Uh, it wasn't Revel. Oh, it was um, Remembrance. Sil- Silver Nemesis. That was. Oh it. boy. That's one. Sil- oh yeah, god. The weird, yeah, the weird Silver Nemesis. The weird one when you the weird one where you, where you boil it down, it is just Remembrance of the Daleks again. But we're Cybermen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's one, weird. 
Doctor leaves artifact, one team wants artifact, another team wants artifact, yeah. um, tricks them into destroying themselves at the end. There was that weird time travel thing in it, wasn't it? Now, yeah. Oh, it's all coming back to me in a really With, uh, weird... I've not thought about this in, in like... Because this was like... This was like at Christmas last year, yeah. I think I watched this. That's how well, long it's been since I've watched any of these. But... Silver Nemesis, weird thing behind Silver Nemesis, that's actually the 25th yes, anniversary episode. Because, yeah. weirdly, Remembrance of the Daleks was meant to be the 25th anniversary right. episode, which makes sense. Yes. He, he goes back to London 1963 to Totter's Lane. Yeah, They start to introduce the Cartmel master plan there with like the doctor's yes. dark past and his origins him of like maybe being some kind of weird time lord god yeah thing. um and then they were like no let's make this the first one let's make silver nemesis is, the act yeah because this is this is good stuff this yeah. is it's a good episode that's, yeah let's... that's the rule of it yeah the rule is you yeah. put your best episode first in the series yeah, yeah. remember the daleks is my like hands down my favorite episode it's of really doctor. good i do i really love yeah. it Anything that's got Ace going at a Dalek with a baseball bat is pretty, yes. <laughs> pretty good. Often, yeah. Like it's it's up like that. It's been one of my favourites for a long time. Heaven Sent is now up there as well because mm, love Heaven Sent. Heaven Sent is in league yeah. of its own, really. We talked about yeah. We talked about my favourite doctor. I've got to say, I do. I feel it's probably fair enough to say this now. I will say, I know it's it's not cool necessarily to say the latest guy was your favorite but i honestly have to say peter capaldi might be my favorite doctor i genuinely kind of think, think he might be my, he's true. my favorite of the new doctors yeah definitely favorite of the new i think hands down and then he's up there with uh ironically pertwee which is kind of i mean he's not the same as pertwee but definitely modeled. he's more yeah. he's sort of like how uh, matt smith modeled himself on troughton yeah i think um capaldi definitely well because he was Capaldi. well uh, capaldi grew up in the 60s but i think yeah, his kind of formative years were the seventies. Yeah, seventies. Yeah, that was because I mean Capaldi is nothing but a big nerd, so he definitely was. Yeah, still watching. <laughs> I, I do love the twelfth Doctor. Yeah. Um, my, my favorite is the seventh. Mm, um, yes. my favorite Doctor. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, you've uh, you've had that for a long time. A very long time I, now. I keep shifting because I'm like that, and um, I think, well, hopefully I can stick with this. <laughs> I've grown to really, really like the eleventh as well. Yeah, because the way he plays it, he's like he does a really good job of being the the ancient man trapped in the young man's body. Yeah, like I think Matsman as well, like because it took Peter Capaldi like a good season. Like it wasn't until season series nine that he was really he was really him as the Doctor. Yeah, because really, it is weird because it does almost instantly happen in like um the. Was it the Magician's Apprentice? Isn't it the first one? Mm. That it almost immediately happens there when he comes off on the tank playing the yeah. electric guitar. That is almost exactly what Peter Capaldi will be pretty much from then on. But it, Matt Smith instantly. Yeah, he was, was instantly. That him. was his character. Yeah, and De- Tennant. Tennant was instantly yeah. him. And I was discussing this today actually. When I um, was having lunch with yeah. some of my friends. We were talking about Doctor Who, discussing Doctors. Yeah, because it's um, just life generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Weirdly, um, probably um, very unpopular opinion that I have, actually. Um, of the new Doctors, um, I think I've worked out. I think Tennant is probably my least favourite. I agree with you wholeheartedly. He, because I don't hate him, but he's definitely. I, I know I love it. I love I love yeah. all of the Doctors. All the Doctors yeah. are great. But of of the new ones, if I had to pick a least favourite, it would be probably Tennant. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. The others like Eccleston. Um, obviously, Eccleston was fantastic. He was brilliant. Um, mm. 
Smith and Capaldi did very good jobs of playing the more sort of alien, alien yeah. visitor kind of role. Tennant was just sort of a cool human man. Uh, he in, definitely a, was in a in a funky suit. Yeah, well, like because well, Tennant was Tennant was your cool next door neighbor. Yeah, definitely. He and he, um, I think we're definitely in. We were talking about kind of being modelled on different ones. He was definitely modelled on um, Davison, but yes. in kind of. I think definitely with kind of wackiness slightly turned up. Sort of more sort yeah. of modern yeah. wackiness to him. Which, don't get me wrong, I love The Tenth Doctor. Yeah. The Tenth Doctor is, is brilliant. But if I had to pick a least favourite of the new series, it would be The Tenth. Yeah, I think almost um, weirdly... I think almost, almost Because I can't really judge The Thirteenth yet. Yeah, we can't, yeah. I mean... Yeah, and but... that's, not, that's not including The War Doctor, because The War Doctor is, is brilliant. Yeah, The War Doctor is both brilliant and the one of the probably worst things that ever <laughs> happened ultimately he's yeah. one of the best worst things that ever happened in concept he's the worst thing but in practice he was actually really great <laughs> yeah um but yeah, i always think tenet honestly one of my big problems with tenet and there's not a problem obviously with tenet himself because he's with an the, actor with the, with the yeah. Doctor. yeah with the tenth doctor obviously i'm tenet for shorthand because that was who played him but obviously i think just yeah. generally he was probably the doctor that took himself probably the most too seriously yeah, and I think that's something I really just, in general, gets under my skin. Is I'm not a fan of, I mean, this is probably the root cause of a lot of problems I've had. I've mentioned with a lot of things that I mentioned here is that I don't like things that take themselves too seriously. I think no. always think that's just the dev. And I and Tenet obviously could crack a joke, but I think he was definitely like, even though Matt Smith could definitely go dark, I think Tenet was the one that felt like he was the one that owned that kind of oncoming storm. Yeah, thing, and I felt that was always kind of my least favorite even, part of it. Even Eccleston, who was like just come from the Time War, yeah. he was a really damaged guy. He could still like have a yeah. laugh and stuff. And he's really he's remembered as like a really hard doctor, probably just because he's but northern. He ha- but he's, he has so many silly little moments. He's like and... a, he's kind of like a dog. I think he's kind yeah. of like a dog in that kind of way. Of like he he looks kind of tough, but really he's actually like quite yeah. soft. Actually, <laughs> it's the buzz cut on the jacket. I think yeah, it is, that's the thing. It? Yeah, and the fact I think I think him being northern is a big part of that. So we'll see. Yeah, with a, a woman from our neck of the woods, that's exciting. We've got a Yorkshire yeah. doctor for the first yeah, time. Yeah, from um, Huddersfield. Huddersfield, isn't she? yeah. So not quite from our neck of the woods, but around close yeah. enough. Like we could have. Well, I can't. Well, I mean, I could, but I, well, I can't because I can't drive. But in theory, when when we were at home, uh, you still could. But when we yeah. were at home, we could like drive over in like a day to where she used to grow up. I don't you know why we would do you that. You wouldn't do that because that's a bit yeah. creepy. That's a bit creepy. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. There's no real interest that we would have there. But, you know, we could. It's the thing we could have done. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, we're just, we're just sort of discussing Doctor Who over lunch. We're doing a few um, generic sort of BuzzFeed quizzes. Right. About Doctor Those Who. Those old fun ones, um, yeah. Which Doctor is, are you, James? Uh, according to that quiz, the fourth. The fourth. I normally do get the fourth or the seventh yeah. on quizzes. Mm-hmm. Because um, you always pick the right, you you know the answers because they're always so obvious which answer is going to be for which doctor. No, I, no, I just genuinely just <laughs> yeah. genuinely answer the questions. Yeah, but like, if you if you want to game it, you can. Really it's obvious, very obvious. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, I'd offer them a jelly baby, or I'd reverse the, flo- yeah, the neutron flow. I would flow, wear or... a big scarf. Yeah. What's your um, favorite bit of yeah your clothing? A bow tie, a, a yeah, scarf. That was one of the questions. Yeah, obviously, it's always. What, be... What's your opinions on bow ties? They're cool. Yeah, um, they're yes, all right, yeah. I guess. Scarves are better. Because Buzzfeed, like, particularly Buzzfeed fans, are basically a long coat. yeah, basically Buzzfeed fans are mostly um, 
eleventh Doctor fans. That's going to be yeah. the truth because they're eleventh to tenth. Yeah, because one of them was one of the quizzes was um, how how unpopular are your Doctor Who opinions? Right. And it was like give you these, pose you these questions and you would answer it honestly your opinion and you give you a percentage of how many people have answered each one. Right. And it was like uh, who who's your favorite doc like who's which doctor of the new series is the best it's like 9th 10th 11th 12th i was like um oh what was it? i think 12th i think <laughs> i was yeah, going to say contradict came... the opinion that you gave just yeah, in this 12th. very podcast <laughs> and then it came with like 60 percent said 10th yeah of course which is like of course almost well, i know there's I also think... one that was um which which regeneration was your which doctor's regeneration was your favorite and it was like all the doctors mm-hmm. um I I got one that had zero percent. It had right. five hundred votes because I chose that? the eighth. Yeah, right. So I really like the eighth Doctor's regeneration, and it had five hundred votes and it was zero percent. Right. Like of the vote apparently, which I'm not sure how that works. It. People might forget it because obviously it's yeah. It wasn't like a proper well, it was proper regeneration, but it wasn't one. But it it was um. We've seen now. Well, we've seen all the Doctor's regenerations, haven't we now? Yes. Well, kind of. Well, because isn't there the also, theory? That that um, Patrick Troughton doesn't get regenerated at the end of war-, war Games, but goes on for like a short interlude adventures there's, and then regenerates partway through there, isn't there? That? There's a fan film that came out in the 90s that sort of alludes to that. It's not It's not canon at all. It is, it is I the think... last time John Pertwee appeared as the third Doctor. Yeah. Um, um, year before he died. Right. Where it sort of... It takes place during the regeneration yeah. and there's a guy playing like the 2.5th Doctor who's sort of halfway between the two right. and think, then um, Pertwee walks up right because I think I think the idea is that because it, it's for um, I think some of the multi-Doctor ones isn't it that the mul- it says like a few of the multi-Doctor ones only make sense if or I think um, the two Doctors I think is one that they say the two Doctors only make sense if he's still the Doctor for a like this is happening in between there's like a season 6a or theory, well the two doctors he's still traveling with jamie at that point actually no because he doesn't have victoria with him in yeah. that so i think that's um, the i, I think i think it's kind i think the, moffat did by the time say that there was a bit of an in-between i think well by the time Troughton regenerates um jamie's had his memory wiped and returned to his own time yeah i think the whole th- i think yeah i think the whole six there's a whole fan theory for it that I think Moffat kind of I don't know who outright confirmed but kind of said he liked so I don't know but I I don't it's been a while since I read it. I don't think it's confirmed. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah the I. Uh, yeah, but I think anyway we uh, at least I think we have in theory now seen all the generations because. Yeah. Um, and we saw um, uh, uh, McCoy was in um, the movie. Yes. We now have seen in the Time of the Doctor we saw um not Time of the Doctor was it? Uh, Night of the Doctor. Eight. Yeah, the eighth. War Doctors regenerated. Yeah. The first Doctor we've seen regenerate twice. Yeah. <laughs> Same footage though. Yeah. I like I was that. Ve- I was. Glad. I was very glad they didn't recreate the whole scene. Yeah. I was. I was wondering if because they obviously had um obviously Mark Gatiss's um old comedy friend uh, um, Rich Shearsmith. Shearsmith. Yeah, who played um Patrick Troughton in the um. Which was an interesting really? bit of casting. Yeah. I think right. I think I get where it's coming from because I think, in terms of like f- acting, I think I get that uh, Rishi Smith 
is kind of Patrick Troughton in that, but I yeah. do. I think looks wise, he's kind of not. I think he could definitely play the part, but I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was like he doesn't David look Bradley. Much. I personally don't think David Bradley looks that much like Hartnell. Yeah. Kind but of, he plays the part well. Yeah, I think that's the, it was hard to judge because we have only seen him. And I think when I watched yeah. it again, he did see more Patrick Troughton than he had in the first yeah. one. But I think it's also because Rishi is not that big a guy, so I think that was another thing. Because he, the, the clothes are already bulky, but they look particularly bulky on him mm. there. It was sort of very... He did look very yeah. weird. It looked quite odd, but yeah. But I was wondering if they were going to do that, that they were going to have him regenerate into Rishi Smith. As is here, they were going to do that, but... yeah. Um, also, just of, uh, yeah. of of Bradley as Arnold. One one of the things that did, apart from that, the sexism, casual sexism that he writ, the rip wrote for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. David Bradley personally made yeah. into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, David, um, why are you why are you saying all these things? It's like, oh, fuck it, we'll just go with it. Let's go with it. One of the things that bugged me a bit, just like just as a nerd, like a little nerdy yeah. book that I had with yeah, it. Excuse me, I think you're was, fine. Um, I think you're fine. Oh, actually. Um, there were, there was a noticeable lack of um, lapel grabs and hmm, my boy, like that yes. kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I when of... you when you go back and watch it, mm. you can almost see and hear where they should be when he speaks. Yeah, there are there are actual like actual points you can determine in his dialogue yeah, that was definitely... where he should grab the lapels and go hmm, and he just doesn't. Yeah, the lapel grabs. Yes, right, the right hmms in there. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that's where the and I mean, because that's the thing is, uh, and it's always going to happen when you get a new actor to do something. But it's definitely, it's an interpretation of the first Doctor, but it's not an exact thing. And it's, I think it's definitely the best we're going to get, and very good. But it definitely, yeah, you, mm. you feel. It. And there's something that the fact is, um, ultimately, David Bradley is a different man to William Hartnell, and he's from his voice to demeanour is generally as much as he plays it like William Hartnell is always going to be different like he's slightly more gruff yeah. sounding you definitely get his accent through as well you still yeah. you still hear his Yorkshire accent yeah he's from York isn't he uh, David yeah. Bradley yeah another Yorkshireman playing yeah. Doctor we're all we're all in there um, but he, uh, yeah you, but you hear that through even though he's still he's putting it on kind of still putting on some of the kind of pomp of the first doctor you still sort of hear that in his voice that that kind yeah. of is trying which is yeah i mean again fine i'm not criticizing because i think he does it brilliant i think he does oh it yeah brilliantly. i love him as hartnell he does yeah. a really good job yeah. um does make uh, dinosaurs on the spaceship a bit confusing <laughs> that's not the first like... thing that's made doctor who confusing to, no. due to casting it's He's... a bit like uh fires of pompeii yeah fires of pompeii one and there's now. one is now in um I think it's slightly less so because I think he plays a small part, but doesn't Colin Baker play a different? Yes, um, Ark of Infinity. Yeah. With uh, Davison, he plays Commander Maxill. Yeah, but I love how it's the kind of thing that again Moffat does, which I I feel uh, he doesn't need to do, which is he explains things. I feel you know what I could have just done with leaving. It. Yeah. Like things that don't need explaining. Yeah. Well, like the whole thing with the generation cycle, I feel that I don't think we even need to acknowledge. I think we can just go on and say, like, because it's it's like one line in one episode that actually confirmed that there was. It, yeah, it's deadly assassin. I think. Yeah, it is. I think it, I well, I've not seen it, but I've heard from like most of my opinions, I've gotten them from other places on the internet, and I've heard that is. I think it's just meant to be like one. It's like a throwaway line that there can only be like. Yeah. 12. It can only regenerate twelve times. Yeah, 
So honestly, I mean, I get why, because the internet, because as with everything, because us nerds, we will not let anything go, and anything that is said, we will bring it up constantly. But like, mm-hmm. much like um, fundamentalists with the Bible, we will cherry pick things, and things we don't particularly care for, we will ignore. But... <laughs> Uh, but those kind of rules we do, yeah. So I think, and or him sort of explaining that the tenth Doctor used up a regeneration. Yeah, I didn't. That think I that like, was very necessary. Yeah, I get that he was just like, I just want to get rid of this. I just don't want this to be a problem at all. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with this in another year. I'll just deal with it now. But I get. But also, it felt like that felt like we're rushing into this now, just so we just don't have to deal with it. That felt a bit weird. And another thing was. Peter Capaldi, the, having to have an explanation why he looks like the guy from uh, Fires of Pompeii. Mm. I felt we could have just... I did not need that yeah. to be explained. That's fine. Because now now how do you explain uh, how Peter Capaldi was in Torchwood as well? Yes. Which is in the same universe. Mm, definitely. Well, there's... I mean, Torchwood, that could be a whole thing on its own. The fact that there are people playing several different people who were one person in Torchwood and one person yeah. in Doctor Who. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, so it's not a great thing for me to just have said, but uh, I know that definitely is a thing that's happened. I just can't personally. Well, oh, well, obviously there's even Miles, which again they mentioned, but. Hmm. Uh, but at least that's in the same city, at least. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense, but still, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I love that. Uh, uh, I don't know. We've got much more to talk about. Um. Talk to? I- don't know really. We sort uh, of covered it all. I don't we? think we've said really much about the episode, honestly. I think we just we just sort of gone off. We just gone we? off on stuff. Yeah. Such is the way. It's Such natural. is our way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We haven't even talked about the fact that um, we get like all of Peter Capaldi's companions come back in this, which is yes, interesting. What, Clara, Bill, and Nardole. And Nardole. Yeah. Which I love I lo- Nardole. That was a bit. I'm not sure we needed Nardole to come back. I love Nardole. No. But I, I, I quite like Nardole. Yeah. At least in last um, series, I didn't. I wasn't too sure of him in. Um, in um, well, of Song? yeah, but I wasn't to be honest. I wasn't particularly sure of Husbands of River Song in general. Uh, yeah, but, it was alright. Yeah, but no. Well, that's another thing we should talk about. Is how would we rank this? Well, with the Christmas, Christmas specials, specials, yeah. Because let's be honest, most as I love the Doctor Who Christmas specials. I would not do without them, but most of them are crap. There's like a few yeah. of them that are actually good, and. So, what, what, in your opinion, what are the good Christmas specials? Let's do that. That'll probably be easier than ranking them all. Which are the ones that you actually think are good? Personally, I think the best Christmas special, my favourite Christmas special, is um, the first one, Christmas Invasion. Right, yeah. I really like because the way it was quite a daring thing to do, have the Doctor out of action for a whole yeah. episode. And also, it's just, it is his regenerate. well, not his regeneration, the, the story of him, his yeah. first story, which also makes it kind of important on its own uh i do like that one i also i think probably christmas carol i like it's just a nice I've not, christmas I've seen one. That a couple of times i'm i was never really a massive fan of christmas carol i, I don't know i think it, yeah, it scratches that i'm a Christmassy guy it scratches my christmas itch i think is yeah what I kind of like it's also it was also my first i think it was actually honestly i think it was the first doctor who episode i watched live all right because i had that period which you know where I was like, yes, absolutely. I th- I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast. Though, I was just shit scared of Doctor Who for like years after I watched uh, I watched um, the End of the World. It was like the the episode I watched, and it scared me so much. I never, I I was yeah. scared of everything related to Doctor Who until 
like I can't I don't know how the, old I would have been when he used to, he used to come around to my house when we were about eleven. Yeah. And I had a few I had a few Doctor Who action figures at that point. I've got more now, now that I'm yeah. twenty one. Yeah. Um and I'm your own money to buy your own yeah, toys. Exactly. Um and I had one of um Cassandra from the end of the yeah, world. That was the one. And every time Lewis came round to mine, I had to um lock it away inside my um desk. I had a desk that opened up um forwards. I had to lock it in there. And just you get it out. To lock out, it out. I, I wasn't afraid that it would attack well, not, me if it well, was unlocked. In, I, used, I used to put it in there and just close yeah. it up. Well, no, not, I didn't not so much lock it in there. I still don't. I don't think. I, I still have not actually. I rewatched those episodes, but I actually. Moisturize me. Moisturize me. Yeah, I actually. I actively did not look when she was on. I still have not actually gotten up the courage to actively watch her again. I, I put. I had the episodes on, but I like had them on a different tab. And I was like looking at stuff on a different tab as I was listening to the. The episode, yeah, uh, and I only watched. He's just, just definitely terrified of Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah, so oh god, <laughs> Zoe Wanamaker. But it was one of those things because it's ridiculous because I had a phobia for a long time of just Doctor Who in general, which was completely mm. ridiculous. So even like, uh, I remember I had a, uh, a birthday card. I just got a birthday card one year, and it had it was like it had a Dalek on it, and it opened up <laughs> for um and did like the Dalek exterminate, and that scared me. Even though I had no fear towards the Dalek really. But just no. related to Doctor Who, and that was enough to like trigger me and give me like flashbacks or something like that to um, end of the world. Uh, yeah, but that was yeah. So for a long time I didn't watch it, and then um, basically I saw um, a guy called Welshy who did these. He used to do videos of like just all kinds mm. of stuff. But he did. Oh uh, yeah, Welshy. Yeah, he did a couple of Doctor Who um, videos, and he did one of like the top eleven Matt Smith moments. Uh, and this was only in his first series that was like and I think I watched that and I think I was kind of like I think because because I'd been so afraid of it too that the whole aesthetic of Russell T Davis's era kind of mm. freaked me out but then I sort of saw like I looked at this and thought okay so this is very clearly like a completely different like yeah. era of the show like this is not like I, I didn't I think I I knew I'd heard in that video that it was like a new staff and all that kind of stuff and it looked so clearly different I was like okay like maybe this kind of looks good maybe i can like i can be okay with this and so i watched i watched the fifth series uh all the way through and then i was like okay now i can go back and i didn't watch any of the episodes with cassandra in them but i i didn't i don't think i even watched i didn't even watch rose now that i think of it i didn't watch rose because hmm. i knew that, was... that at the end of it there would be the next time that was the first it. time i saw live was rose yeah well um... i saw it i why well, I, I saw it live i did see that one live but Afterwards. I I rem- I remember it back in the days when um Rose went down into that cellar yeah. to open the door and uh audio from the Graham Norton show bled through from another channel. <laughs> I remember has... those days. Yeah, he has bad luck. <laughs> bad yeah. luck Graham Norton with Doctor Who. That's the Yeah. Uh yeah. Um, I actually I remember yeah. I watched that in my nan and granddad's house uh, mm. when we stayed over. That was it's, it's weird to remember I think because I listen to so many Americans talk about it. It's weird for me to like think that you know here it's not Doctor Who's just not that uh, that cult, I guess. I think it's such a big thing, actually. Like, mm. Even though, not like I think it's not nearly as big as it has been since like it's sort of declined, like it has sort of everywhere. But at least it's still like there are people who just aren't into science fiction generally mm. who just watch Doctor Who, which is kind of odd. Like people tune into the Christmas special and stuff like that that wouldn't normally tune into that kind of thing. It's just sort of a weird thing. Yeah. There's such and mm. it was such a big deal that it came back, which is 
with my parents actually <laughs> we all watched it as a family and continue and they continue to watch it even when I don't think any of us kids watched it I think they continued to watch it just because even though they're not particularly like not against sci-fi but never like have been massively into that kind of mm. stuff it's just weird that, that that's kind of what it is I don't know so yeah, it's just it's one of the things that's always sort of been there. Yeah, it was a cultural touchdown. I mean, it lasted. Yeah. The first time it lasted. I mean, they um, always say twenty six years. Yeah, it was like really ridiculous. Like from nineteen sixty to nineteen eighty. Nineteen sixty three to nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, which is like ridiculous. It's only like had like fifteen years when it wasn't on yeah. pretty much, which is ridiculous. But I always I do think it was kind of. I mean, I'm happy they did it because. I like anniversary specials and stuff like that, and that's fun. But it was kind Dim- of dimensions in time. Well, that was, but I mean, just um, I mean, the fact that they said like 50 years, like it's the 50th year of Doctor Who, which is kind of bullshit because there was these 15 years where we didn't I have mean, it. But it's I, been around for 50 years. Yes, but I appreciate that, and also, but it's kind of like this sort of thing where we're like, well, it was never cancelled. It was still go. It was on hiatus. They always were going to bring it back at some point, which is obviously ridiculous. It just sort of happened like that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Is that us kind of done for Dr. Hink? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, good talk. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys uh, for listening. If you know, if you enjoyed it, give us, mm. you know, uh, and review on iTunes. That will that'd be really good or any kind of correspondence honestly we're not we're not desperate but please <laughs> i think you can on we're on soundcloud we're on itunes we're on probably anything you can get podcasts on probably except ones that we had to submit specifically to and if we did that we'd not done that uh but yeah and we will be back uh hopefully next week with something we don't know what it will be mm. yet we will we work these out basically a couple of minutes before we record them yeah if you can't tell yeah, it's... <laughs> Alright, but uh, in the meantime, uh, goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. What is this? <laughs> I don't know, I did like the Why? university challenge. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's goodbye from me. It's um, pointless. Yeah, uh, and because that is goodbye from... Goodbye from Richard, goodbye. Yeah. And goodbye from me, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, goodbye.